Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show, a real estate investment program. Listen and learn how to use real estate to build wealth and passive income streams for you and your family. We bring you experts every day to discuss and answer your questions on everything from single family homes all the way up to 600 plus unit apartment complexes. And now, the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Welcome to the show. My name is Al Gordon, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. On today's show, I'm going to ask you a question, and it's really just kind of a, an easy question. What's the difference between flipping houses and real estate investing? I'll go ahead. I'll give you a moment to think that one through. Because a lot of you think that flipping houses falls underneath the real estate investing category. And to a certain extent, uh, that, that might be true. But when you when you sit back and you peel the onion back as to what flipping is versus what uh, real estate investing really is, uh, you'll find that they're, they're really two different things. They're, they're two very different things. And when you think about making money, you have to think about helping and serving others. Why, you might ask? because that's where the money comes from. It comes from other people. You just want to choose the vehicle to serve other people that most quickly and effectively takes you to where you want to go. Now, there are two main ways to, to serve other people. You can either add value to their lives or you can provide a service to them. And in the real estate context, this is the difference between a dealer or a flipper and the investor. The dealer or the bird dogger or the flipper is the add value person. The investor is technically on the add value side too, but is also primarily a service provider. So let's let's start out with the, the dealer. And let's let's see if we can we can put some numbers to this. You you go out to a neighborhood where you properly evaluate a home to be worth one hundred and twenty thousand dollars. That is the after repair value, uh, or known as the ARV, which uh, essentially that's the the value of like kind homes in that particular neighborhood, all fixed up what they should be selling for. And because of reasons such as death, deferred maintenance, divorce, foreclosure, or taxes, you're not able to buy it. Uh, you're able to buy it for a lot less than that after repair value. You can buy it for, let's say, $75,000. So in this case, we'll say that $20,000 in deferred maintenance is the reason for the low price. So you can now purchase the property for $75,000 thousand dollars. You can put $20,000 into the rehab of that property, and you'll have about $5,000 in holding and closing costs. This puts you 
all in at right around $100,000. Now, you put it on the market and sell the property in a couple months for $120,000. That gives you a net profit of $20,000. Not bad, is it? Well, let's look at where the $20,000 came from. Did, did the real estate give you the money? No, not really. It was the family that bought the property that gave you the money. You made money because you added value to other people's lives. Now, let's, let's look at the investor. Take your average 40-unit apartment complex or, say, 20 single-family homes. You're going to net anywhere from four to $8,000 a month if you run it effectively. Now, where does that money come from? Again, it comes from other people. It comes from providing a service to the families that you are providing a place to live. Does that make sense? I know it makes sense to you. It is important here to make a distinction between the dealer and the investor. If you think about what the $20,000 versus the $48,000 is, it sometimes looks like the dealer is doing better off. It's got the better end of the deal. Uh, but let's, let's take a slightly closer look and let's see if we can figure this out. If, if you're a dealer and you buy, fix up, and sell a house profiting $20,000, how long does it take you to spend that money? Well, for most people, it's not very long, trust me. Um, remember that dealing is not investing. It is earned income, so it is taxed differently. First, you have to pay both sides of Social Security and Medicare. That's about 15.5% right there. Then you have to pay your income tax, and that can be an additional, oh, anywhere from 10 to like 37%, depending on what bracket you're in. So if you have to pay the, so let's say you're, you're paying at the lower tax rate. That means about 20 to 30% of that $20,000 is gone the minute you close the deal. And, and when you consider the Social Security and Medicare taxes, that's even more gone. So let's, let's assume that when it's all, when the dust all settles, you've got about $12,000 you're left over with. Okay? Now, let's say your bills, your car note, your house note, your food, toothpaste, things like that, everything comes up to about $4,000 a month for you to live. How long does it take you to spend that $12,000 yeah, it's not your question. Yeah, so if, you're, if you've got $12,000 of, of net proceeds and it costs you $4,000 a month to live, how long can you go before you've got to go out and get another $20,000? That's right, three months. So to get another $20,000, what do you have to do? Well, you got to go out and find another house and do it all over again. And this is active or earned income, and you are taxed on it as such. Now, let's take a look at the investor with the, the 20 rent houses and making anywhere from four to $8,000 a month in profit. If their bills are $4,000 a month, and every month those 20 rent houses hands them anywhere from four to $8,000 a month, when do they have to go back to work? <laughs> That's right. They don't. This is the difference between financial independence and self-employment. A dealer or a flipper is just self-employed. He or she is constantly working to get that next house and get that next quick fix. And an investor? Well, the investor is done. They are truly financially independent. Now, now is there anything wrong with flipping? No. 
There's nothing wrong with flipping. Just make sure that you understand it and only use it for what it's really intended for, making quick cash, okay? And make sure that you're working on something like investment real estate, which can actually take you to where you want to go financially. And I'll tell you what, as the show goes on, we're going to get a little bit more into uh, flipping. We're going to talk about some of the pros and cons that I I have found from a a pretty good website that I think uh, has some great arguments that I will share with you. And more importantly, if, if you want to get started with what we're doing at Lifestyles Unlimited, the easiest way to do it is this. Go to lifestylesunlimited.com. That's lifestylesunlimited.com. When you get there, click on the free view workshops button, and you'll have the opportunity to get yourself registered for the workshop that will change your life. We'll be back right after this. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Austin's Talk, 1370. Welcome back to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Now, let's get back to your map to financial freedom. Welcome back to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. My name is Al Gordon, and as always, we're working on your, well, we're working on what's left in my voice, but we're working on your financial freedom. Uh, So on today's show, we're talking a little bit about the pros and cons of flipping. Um, There are, I know a lot of you out there, you watch all those TV shows that are out there like Flip or Flop or Flip This House or, uh, I don't I don't even know. There's there's a myriad of different shows out there. Um, some that have been around for a while. Some that are one hit wonders. You know, but they all show the same thing. They show you know what it's like to go out into the property investing world, so to speak, and to become a dealer to basically trade a full-time job for another full-time job because that's essentially what you're doing when you're flipping. You're, you're trading a full-time position to become self-employed in another line of work and to pay all the taxes associated with that self-employment. And that's just the way it works. Um, now, there are pros and there are cons to, to flipping a property. And uh, I found an article by Erin Eberlin. Uh, she does a pretty good job of talking us through the pros and cons of, of finding, you know, flipping a property. And of course, as we go through this thing, I'm going to add my editorial comment to it uh, because at the end of the day, hopefully that's why you're tuning in 
tune is to hear what I've got to say about this stuff. So she says flipping a property can reap very generous rewards. And, and she goes on to say that these are some of the advantages that she's identified. The potential to make a quick profit. She says the main reason people enter into a real estate flip is with the hope of making money quickly. If done correctly, a real estate flip can provide very large profits, often upwards of the annual United States median salary. These returns can be achieved in a very short period of time, and in many cases, in only a matter of months. Now, I'm going to caution you. Because, you know, that makes it sound like it's real easy. You can just get out there and do it and make all kinds of uh, money. But um, there are there are some unintended uh, cons to property flipping we'll get into, and, and they'll, they'll take a little bit away from that. Um, actually, everything else that she talks about is a pro to flipping a property. She talks about uh, gaining experience. She says you gain experience uh, working with construction and finding folks that, you know, will will do things for you under having a good understanding of the aspects of construction. Uh, learn from big, big spot issues or how to spot big issues such as structural problems and environmental hazards like mold and asbestos. The construction experience will help you uh, make more money on future products, blah, 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 blah. She talks about the market marketplace. She talks about buyer insights. These are all things, to be honest with you, if we got rid of the, the flipping context, these are all things that you learn as a real estate investor. So I don't, I don't see where necessarily being a flipper gives you a, a better stronghold in the marketplace or in your education as a real estate investor than just being a real estate investor does. So I'm just going to I'm just going to kind of blow through these things and I'm going to get into the cons because I think she she makes the most money so to speak uh talking about the cons and and she talks about uh, several disadvantages or drawbacks of flipping a property. The first one is this and and I agree with her 100%. It's losing money instead of making a profit. She says the main problem with flipping a property is when a flip becomes a flop and you lose money. There are many factors that can contribute to this loss, including unanticipated expenses. Uh, this includes everything from building permits, contractor delays, material delays, permit delays, and renovations and materials you had not budgeted for. These expenses quickly add up and eat into any potential profit. In a soft market, you may also be forced to offer seller concessions to your buyer, and these concessions can also eat into your bottom line. So she also uh, says, you know, another thing that can affect you is higher taxes, and she's got a good point. She says... Once you've completed renovations on the property, the city may increase your property taxes. This will affect you if you have difficulty finding a buyer and have to pay the taxes yourself, or it can impact buyers who may rethink purchasing the property because of the higher tax bill. Something to consider. Here's another one she's got. She says, Losing your profits to taxes. Boy, here it is. I'll tell you, this is the one I absolutely agree with her 100% on. She says, this may not be something, this may be something you learn the hard way come April 15th. Any profit that you make on an investment property may be subject to capital gains taxes. And depending on whether you own the property for less than a year, your capital gains rate will vary. However, 
You'll also have the ability to do a 1031 exchange and postpone the taxes owed to a future point in time. Yeah, well, there's some things I actually 100% agree with her on there and, and some things I don't necessarily agree with. But when it, when it comes to the tax man, um, the reality of it is this. If, if you own that property for less than a year, you're going to pay ordinary tax rates and you're going to pay both sides of the Social Security and Medicare taxes. That's just just the way it is. That's the way the IRS deals with it. Now, if you own that property for more than a year, um, you know, first of all, you're not really flipping the property. You, you've essentially uh, owned the property, in which case, if you've owned it for a year, you should have been smart enough to put a tenant into the property. And that tenant would have been paying all of your expenses associated with that property to include a small profit override for yourself. So if you didn't do those things, well then, you know, why would you bother doing a 1031? I don't know. It doesn't make a lot of sense to me. <clears throat> but she talks about holding costs. She says, even after renovations are completed on the property, you'll have to pay the mortgage, assuming you have a mortgage on the property. Some of you people do this for all cash. You, you, you tie your money up, all cash in the deal. And, you know, I'll be honest with you, I, I just don't think that's the smart way to do it. I think uh, using other people's money is the way to go. But she goes on to say taxes and insurance on the property for as long as you own it, meaning you're going to have to pay the mortgage, you're going to have to pay the uh, principal and interest, you're going to have to pay the taxes, and you're going to have to pay the insurance. These costs take a large chunk out of the budget, and the longer you own the property, the more money you're losing. You will also have additional maintenance costs as the yard will still need to be cleaned. The grass will need to be cut, and depending on where you live, maybe even the snow will need to be plowed. Um, she goes on to say another one of the uh, disadvantages of, of flipping a property is simply difficulty selling. If you, you know, you may be losing money every day you are unable to find a buyer for your property because you want to pay the holding costs on the property the longer it takes to find a buyer excuse me because you must not because you want to because you must pay the, the holding costs on the property the longer it takes to find a buyer the more money you're losing and in addition the longer the property sits on the market the greater the likelihood that you'll have to reduce the price which will eat into any anticipated profit and then here's here's the one that makes total sense to me it's it's all about stress. She says, stress is the main drawback of a real estate flip. From finding the right property, properly anticipating the costs involved, dealing with contractors, realtors, and the town, trying to meet your deadlines and finding a potential buyer, stress is your constant companion when flipping a property. So she goes on to say, make sure you know the pros and cons for flipping. And I'll tell you what, in my opinion, I think there's just too many cons for flipping. I think that if you're going to go through the, the motions of acquiring a property, it needs to be a buy and hold investment because that's how you're going to make money five different ways in real estate. And when we come back, we're going to talk about those five different ways we make money in real estate after this. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Austin's Talk 1370. Warning. Listening to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show will change your life. We will teach you how to create wealth and passive income so you can be financially free. And now, back to your host. Welcome back to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. My name is Al Gordon, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. In the last couple of segments of the show, we were talking a little bit about, you know, what's the difference between flipping and buy and hold. And, you know, I'll just be the first one to tell you I'm an advocate for the buy and hold methodology. I think it makes the most sense. I think it uh, reduces your stress in, in a transaction. Um, I don't, you know, the, the people I excuse me, the people I know that, that do the buy and hold strategy, which are quite frankly, a lot of people, um, you know, they're able to go out and find a property. They're able to do the things they need to do to get that property renovated, to, to make it available for the best people on the market. And, you know, they, they find quality tenants and it really becomes a matter of wash, rinse and repeat from that standpoint. Now, the, the key thing is this, if they're not necessarily in a position to go into their next property, that's not a big problem. Now, the flipper, on the other hand, that flipper, the, the odometer is is moving, okay? If, if like in my example, if, if you had $12,000 that was your net profit from uh, flipping a property, and it's costing you $4,000 a month to pay your bills, you're only good for about three months. Now, the people that I've talked to that flip properties, they usually tell me it takes anywhere from three to four months to get uh, a successful flip done, and that's one that makes money. Um, so, you know, I just, I just see it more along the lines of you're, you're trading one job for another job that's a self-employment job, and I, it just doesn't do things the way residential income producing real estate um, does. Uh, to be honest with you, there's, there's five ways real estate investing makes you money, and, and these ways are not necessarily found under the flipping model. So... By, by contrast, stocks share only one way to make money. Uh, two, if you're getting dividends. So, you know, once you understand how all five of these income sources work, you'll begin to see the tremendous wealth building power of real estate bought and managed correctly. And I said correctly, okay? Now, 
Here's a quick disclaimer for you. The five income sources only apply to real estate and bought and managed the way my mentors taught me with, with equity, with cash flow, in bread and butter neighborhoods and manage with best practices. So let me say those again. These, these, these are the things that you need to have in consideration. You have to buy the properties with equity, with cash flow, in bread and butter neighborhoods and manage with best practices. Okay, so if your knee jerk reaction is that real estate investing is too risky, you've not been taught how to minimize the risk. And the way I was taught to invest in real estate is not the same way that many of you or many of those gurus out there teach. Most of the programs are far too risky for my taste. And, and one of the neat things about having so many different income streams is that real estate can be forgiving. Many people I know, including myself, screwed up on our first deal, and, but it still made money. And that's because one income stream can make up for a lack of in another. Now, I don't recommend screwing up. You might as well do it right as long as you're going to go out and get involved with this business. But that way, <clears throat> you won't ruin your taste in the most powerful wealth building tool available to the average person. So let's, let's run down the five ways that we make money in real estate. The first one is cash flow. And cash flow is the reason we seek passive income producing assets. Without cash flow, you don't have income, meaning you can't quit your job without cash flow. Okay, you, you got to keep working. And I'll tell you what, cash flow is king. Uh, we don't buy a piece of real estate unless the rental income is greater than the monthly expenses by a decent margin. For example, when your tenant pays you $1,000 a month and your monthly expenses, including principal, interest, taxes, insurance, and maintenance and occupancy reserves are $800 a month, the $200 difference is now income in your pocket. That's the power of cash flow. It's, it's money that comes in regardless of how hard you work for it or don't work for it. It's a beautiful thing. Now let's talk about the second way we make money in, in real estate. It's called equity capture. An equity capture is when you buy an asset for less than it's worth. In real estate, it's when you buy a house in a $100,000 neighborhood for say $50,000, fix it up for $20,000, and you're all in for say $70,000. You just captured $30,000 in equity, which goes directly towards your net worth. Few other investment vehicles can create wealth so instantly. I mean, it's just the way it is. Without equity, you're exposing yourself to the risk of a falling market. We always buy assets with equity so that we're never hurt by a market downturn. Online businesses, network marketing, and vending can be good sources of cash flow, but they don't offer an opportunity to buy an asset for less than what it's worth. Now, I bet you didn't think about that, did you? So let's talk about market appreciation. You know, real estate doubles in value every 10 to 20 years, okay? It might fluctuate in the short term, but it is forced to rise over the long term with inflation of building materials, labor, and scarcity of land. The main reason most people buy stocks today is for market appreciation, while it's only the fourth most important reason we buy real estate. Do you see the difference? And while stock investors live and die by market appreciation, real estate investors see it as a nice bonus to pile on top of the other four ways we make money. And I, 
Ironically, the one way we make money in real estate that really returns the least return to us is is market appreciation. And it's not something that we necessarily, um, we, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's not something we actually demand getting. It's just something that occurs. And, and I actually misspoke. What I meant to say was one of the ways that we make money the least in that, um, you know, we don't complain about is actually principal pay down. I got my, my terms all screwed up there. And so here's the neat way we make money in real estate that most people don't even think of. We naturally accumulate equity in our houses as the note gets paid down. And even if you weren't making money any other way, your tenants would be paying down your mortgage a little bit each month. It starts out small, like 50 or 100 bucks a month, but it grows over time and adds to the equity of the house. The, the other asset classes typically don't have mortgages, so this wouldn't even apply to them. So, you know, think about it. That, that tenant's paying you that $1,000 a month, you're turning around making that mortgage payment with a portion of that money, you're, you're getting that principal pay down. Now, it's, it's not a lot of money, but we estimated to be anywhere from 6 to 8% per annum. And, you know, most people aren't even getting 6 to 8% in the stock market. It's, it's just the way it is. So here's, here's another way that we make money in real estate that I think is phenomenal. It has to do with tax advantages. You know, real estate investors pay the lowest taxes of any for-profit group in the United States. The IRS allows us to reduce our earned income tax on cash flow by taking a depreciation deduction against the house. We can avoid capital gains taxes when we sell by using a 1031 exchange. So 1031 tax exchange, that, that is really a, an awesome thing. It is, I did a radio show on it recently, and uh, although the, the content may be a little bit dry, um, it's very important information for you to hear. And I'll tell you what, when, when you learn that you can defer your taxes and ultimately um, not pay them when you pass away so that when your heirs in, inherit the property and they do so with no tax liability, what a cool thing to do for the people that you leave behind. So how long can you avoid taxes with the 1031? Well, like I said, if you pass the property to your children, they'll take over at the new cost basis, which wipes out all the capital gains over the life of the asset. Okay, and, and none of the asset classes can claim such a huge tax advantage. So does this make sense? Are you starting to understand why I talk up real estate investing so much? It's the only asset class that I know of that can create rapid wealth while all the others and all the others make money in one or two ways, but not in five. Hey, we'll be back right after this on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Talk 1370, the right choice. to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. It's time to turn up the volume and fine-tune your passive income plan so you can create the lifestyle you've always wanted. Welcome back to the show. My name is Al Gordon, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. Today's show, we, we've talked a little bit about flipping uh, versus, you know, actually buy and hold real estate. And we've we've talked about the, uh, the five ways we make money in real estate. Um, and now what we're going to get into is we're getting into Del Wamsley's three rules of investing. These are the three golden rules that basically the entire company operates by and all of our members operate by the, these three rules of investing. And I'll tell you what, it almost makes too much sense. Now, Del Walmsley, he's the founder of Lifestyles Unlimited. He is taught and lived by those three fundamental rules in his real estate investing career. These rules so make, make so much sense that you may not see it at first. Okay, because smart people have a hard time letting go of logic systems that took them a lifetime to build. So let's let these rules soak in until they become crystal clear to you. Once you can see them, you'll wonder how you ever let yourself put money into risky investments, okay? And interestingly enough, these ideas aren't new. They're based on timeless principles that have been around thousands of years. They're the same principles that Benjamin Franklin used to create a massive amount of wealth over 225 years ago. They're the same principles that Andrew Carnegie used and passed on to Napoleon Hill in his famous book, Think and Grow Rich. These are the same principles that Warren Buffett lives by and has been trying to tell you for years, but you just don't hear them. And even now, after putting these rules into the airwaves and releasing them to the world, most of you won't get it. You'll think it's too good to be true or too boring or too whatever. Okay, That's the paradox of true wisdom. Napoleon Hill, Warren Buffett, and now Del Wamsley have been screaming from the mountaintops over the last 100 years, but only a few of you will ultimately listen. A lot of people wonder why we always reference Warren Buffett while at the same time putting down the stock market. Have you ever wondered that? Yeah, I used to wonder that too. You know, many stock investors look up to Warren Buffett for guidance, but they don't realize that he is in a very different business than they are. Warren Buffett did not is not sitting behind his PC on a Scott Trade account buying and selling stocks for his 401k. In other words, he is not buying stocks at retail with his own money. What's Warren Buffett doing? He is buying entire companies at wholesale using other people's money. Now, that makes a bit of a difference, doesn't it? So can you see that difference? It's subtle, but it makes all the difference in the world. So let's start with retail versus wholesale. Buffett finds companies that he can buy for 50 cents on the dollar. So in other words, he is sticking to Dell's first rule of investing, which is this, don't lose money. We'll get, we'll get to that in just a minute. Now, Dell Walmsley learned to do 
the same thing in his favorite asset class, which is real estate investing. He teaches us how to buy properties for 50 cents on the dollar. And when you buy an asset for so cheap, it's very hard to lose money on it. So what about other people's money versus personal money? Well, Buffett uses the power of leverage to amplify his wealth exponentially. I once saw a documentary that chronicled his early life of investing. He literally went door to door in his neighborhood to raise money for his investments. And when you're using the power of leverage to buy assets for 50 cents on the dollar, you can't get rich slow. That'll be another one of our rules. So let's get into uh, the first rule, which is don't lose money. It makes sense, right? Well, it does make sense, doesn't it? So why, why do you put money into investments that can lose you money? Why do you do that? You know, rule number one, don't lose money. Can, can you imagine how much money you would have if the principal in all of your investments was considered sacred? Dell teaches us to only invest our money in assets that don't risk our principal. So which assets would qualify? Do stocks qualify? Well, I don't know. Can you, can you lose your principal when investing in stocks? Yeah, the answer to that is absolutely you can. So we're all painfully aware of this fact now that the market, you know, has gone up and gone down, has gone back up and gone back down, now it's back up again. But we should have known it was coming because it tends to crash every couple of years or so, or, you know, it seems to be on a seven-year cycle or whatever that crazy cycle is. We just know that stock market is doing great right now, or is it? Who knows? But it's, it's only a matter of time. So what about retail real estate? Can you lose your principal when investing in, in re real estate at retail prices? Absolutely you can. People in California and Florida are painfully aware of this fact. And as Dell says, real estate by itself is not a panacea. For, excuse me, years ago, People would pay anything for real estate because they thought they were that all real estate went up in value. But we found out in 2007, 2008, 2009, that wasn't necessarily the case. And a lot of people, I mean a lot of people, and myself included, were damaged by that. So what about wholesale real estate? Can you lose your principal when investing in real estate at 50 cents on the dollar? Well, you can, but only if you screw it up. Uh, we, we can't all go out and buy massive companies for 50 cents on the dollar like Warren Buffett does. The easiest way to emulate Buffett is with real estate. An individual can go out and buy a single family home for 50 cents on the dollar and start to build wealth like Warren Buffett and Del Wamsley has done. It's, it's that simple. Now, rule number two is simple also. It's, it's as simple as this. It has to cash flow. Dell mentioned a couple of times on his radio show, and I'm, I'm, I'm mentioning it on this radio show, that dividends aren't what they used to be. In the old days, you bought a stock for its dividend. Today, more and more companies are doing away with dividends because people are more focused on appreciation. And cash flow is the foundation of Dell Wamsley's philosophy and the way we build wealth. We call cash flow the cake, while everything else is the icing. Do not buy an asset unless it cash flows. Let me state that again. Do not buy an asset unless it cash flows. Okay? This is the major sin of the average California investor in the early 2000s, me included. Okay? An entire industry was built around flipping houses based on price appreciation alone. 
What they found out soon enough is that when they were, is that the bottom line is they were speculating. And when the prices corrected, they got stuck in a cash sucking whirlpool. So if you only buy assets that cash flow, how much do you care if they go down in value? Well, a whole lot less. And furthermore, if you bought them using Dell's first rule, which is, you remember the first rule, don't, well, come on, what does it say with me? Say it with me, don't lose money, that's correct. If, you, if you're <laughs> just being a smarty, uh, being a smarty there, sorry about that. Um, furthermore, if, if you bought them using Dell's first rule, which is don't lose money, you're not going to lose money if they go down in value because you bought them for 50 cents on the dollar. Now, rule three is, is very important too. It's you can't get rich slow. Now, here's, here's another paradox for you. The first two rules seem conservative compared to what you're used to, right? And, and, and here they are. But if you follow them, you, you absolutely can't get rich slow. You just can't. I mean, if you are if you're doing what you're supposed to do and making sure you don't lose money and you're making sure you're buying assets that cash flow, then you're already on the road to not getting rich slow. Isn't that interesting? If if you become more conservative and only put your money into solid assets, you actually outperform the so-called aggressive investors. So how does this work? Well, simply put, once you become a money-making machine, People will literally throw their money at you. You will begin to harness the power of leverage like Warren Buffett and Del Walmsley. The banks will trust you enough to give you loans. People will trust you enough to become your passive partners. Your investment base will become massively larger than you could have accomplished on your own. It's that simple, folks. And, you know, at the end of the day, it really boils down to where are you at? Where are you at in your financial lifespan? Where are you at on your financial track record? Where are you at? Are, are, have you been able to accumulate the right assets to get yourself retired in five years or less? I would say for most of you, the answer is no, you haven't. Now, for most of you, though, the intention to do that is, is clear. I mean, you intend to get yourself retired in five years or less. You're just not sure about how to do that. Now, I've, I've read to you Del Wamsley's three rules for, for real estate investing. I talked about the, the five ways we make money in real estate investing. I explained why flipping is not the way to go, why buy and hold real estate is the way to go. But still, a lot of you are, are confused about all of this, and you're confused about where to start. Well, let me, let me put your fears at ease. And I will tell you this, the easiest place for you to start is at a Lifestyles Unlimited free workshop. I mean, these workshops are, are awesome. They're, they're very comprehensive. They, they talk about, first of all, the, the, the entry way to Del Walmsley's map to financial freedom. I mean, that's where it starts at a free workshop. Okay, we give you information you need. We talk about changing your mindset from that of a middle-class mindset to a millionaire's mindset. We talk about actual ways we purchase residential income producing properties, both on the single family side and on the multifamily side. We talk about the five different ways you make money in real estate, just like we talked about on this show. And more importantly, we give you the information you need to get yourself going so that you can start on the road to financial freedom, so that you can start to become an investor in real estate and not have to worry about, you know, wh whether you get to, to work on time or whether you get to work 
work at all. It's a matter of understanding the framework. So you're, you're wanting me to stop rambling my mouth and tell you how to get there? It's real simple. Go to lifestylesunlimited.com. That's lifestylesunlimited.com. When you get there, you're going to see a picture of my buddy John Horn, and he is giving a free workshop presentation. So it, at his feet is a little icon that says View Workshops. What I want you to do is I want you to click on that, that little icon, and what it's going to do is going to open up a map of the United States. You need to pick the, the state that makes the most sense to you, and what will happen is we'll give you a listing of all our available course content for that available state that's up and coming. And all you need to do is get yourself registered and and get yourself to the event. And remember, folks, everything we do at Lifestyles Unlimited is not for the money, but it's all about that lifestyle. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.